Hello and welcome to the GEA show on the 42.ie. We are live here from our newsroom in Dublin and we have our All-Ireland final pairing. It is the same as last year, but it's going to be exciting. Joining me, Gavin Casey, to uh, look back on the weekend's action is the deputy editor of the 42.ie, a very happy dub, Niall Kelly. How are things? Nearly forgot your surname there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't have been a good start. No, no, it would have been poor. No. Niall Kelly, how are things? I'll go with yeah, Happy out of a uh, very accomplished performance, I think, by Dublin yesterday, so... As a dub, you can't be anything but pleased. That is fair. We are delighted to be joined also by the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Doyle. How are things? Did you enjoy the weekend's action or were you able to enjoy it? Yeah, I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it. Certainly there's aspects of it, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail later on, but there's aspects of it I was probably a little bit disappointed with as well from very much a neutral point of view, um, particularly Tyrone's performance. But yeah, in general, look, it was it was great. Saturday and Sunday, a feast of football and, um, you know, you can't ask for much better of a weekend from that. Yeah, big time. Get your comments into us, by the way. We'll uh, read out the best ones or the ones that kind of interest us if you don't mind um, but Johnny you mentioned uh, Tyrone there let's just rip into them straight away will we we'll get a we'll get the ball rolling like I think um, this is maybe just myself right but I think the last couple of years we've built up Tyrone to be something that they're just not and I've been saying this long in advance of yesterday's game this season in particular like they didn't really have a challenge and I, I found it sort of mystifying that we're talking about them as this teak tough team almost like a throwback to the Tyrone of old they really were kind of caught in the hop yesterday, weren't they? Yeah, well, I, I think it might be a little bit hard on them, um, Gavin, to be honest with you. <laughs> 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 um, certainly, you know, to, to describe them as the Tyrone of old, that, that, you know, the Tyrone of old were, were a very special team that won three All-Irelands and, you know, we've legends of the game and will always be seen in that. Um, this team is a younger team. It, it probably doesn't have the, the individual stars that that team had. Um, you know, I suppose when when a team is not tested, is that is, should we credit that team or the team that they're playing against? And sometimes it's very very difficult to know. Um, but certainly, you know, in yesterday's performance, you could there's merit in, in in your point too, where you know they just they look like rabbits in the headlights. Really, it's so you know when when Conor Callaghan just walks through this this yeah. defence that we all expected from from Tyrone that just wasn't there. Um, you're, you're thinking. Know, is that and I think one of the commentators on the telly said, "No, it's nearly game over at this stage," which was only after, you know, <laughs> five or six minutes, which was which was crazy. It's stuff. Such a simple mistake from Niall Sutton as well, Johnny. Like to that loose hand pass, I mean, he wasn't even trying anything particularly ambitious, and it opened them right up straight down the middle. Yeah, and and outside of that, you know, a basic, and that's the one thing Dublin do really, really well is the basics, you know. Mm. Um, and and that was a basic hand pass. If it happened in in a an under ten game, you'd be yeah. you'd be giving out to the young lads saying, you know, clean it up. Bit, but the other side of that, how was Conor Callan number one left at, at centre half forward standing on his own? Mm -hmm. But number two, he just waltzed in as if you know he stepped by the full back as if he wasn't there. And yeah. um, I suppose you know, you, you, I think it was, was Dean Rock, you know, spread it a little bit, yeah, it looked like away. he, he yeah. dragged him to one side, and you know, he. You know, I suppose the easy thing would have been to give it to Dean Rock and him a bit like Andy Moran's goal, yeah. the, the the goal, and you know would have given it back to him. But he it was a bullet, and uh, you know it just set the tone, and it nearly deflated. Uh, it nearly deflated the, the the crowd, let alone the, yeah. the the Tyrone players. It was just yeah. one of those one of those moments. Not to turn this into the Conor Callan show, but like it does say a lot for him as a young lad to have that maturity that early on in an All Ireland semi final and that presence of mind to like a lot of twenty year olds, twenty one year olds would be happy enough four minutes in to just knock the ball over the bar. Thanks very much. I'll take my point. Get on the scoreboard. But to have that presence of mind to to drop the shoulder to get inside to go at them and to have the composure to finish it. 
Yeah, and I think it, 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 it epitomises the confidence Dublin are playing at. As you, as you rightly say, I mean, you look back to your own, uh, you know, I was 21 when I came onto the Galair team, and you were sitting in a corner sort of afraid to look around you, and yeah. you know, you were nearly apologising to be in a in a dressing room with these, you know, yeah. the, with the players that were there. Um, and for him to, you know, at that, at that age, to show such confidence, such, you know, because... You know the, the guy is only human, and we see the the, the Dublin forwards that are are on the bench mm. all mad to get his to get in ahead of him. Mm. Um, it shows a huge maturity and and confidence to 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 take it on to throw that little dummy. You know, drop the drop the hips and even to to rip the net out of it from from oh. the way he did was you know so huge maturity and and a player on top of his game. Yeah, I mean that that's a, it's an interesting point as well about like we hear about the fearlessness of youth that doesn't necessarily apply across the board, and I think particularly in GA it it, it doesn't apply. Um, given the physica- physicality of the sport and whatever but Kieran Kilkenny made the point earlier in the season um, we were chatting to him in Croke Park how Jim Gavin has cultivated this culture within the Dublin team where if you're in the senior panel it doesn't matter if you've been, been in there two days two years whatever you're expected to, ha- to contribute to all aspects so if you're talking about tactics the young guys get their say as well as the old guys uh, you know, there's not sort of driving the training together and you're very much on an even keel regardless of experience. And I think you see that with some of the young lads. I mean, O'Callaghan in particular, the last couple of games has excelled, but there is no fear in those young players because once they're in that panel, they see themselves as on an even keel with the, the older lads, no matter how many All-Irelands they have. Yeah, and you see that not only with, with Conor Callan, but, you know, your, your nice gullies, Eric Lowndes. I know Eric Lowndes has been there a couple of years. The, 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 the new king of the, the hell. He <laughs> 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 never got such a reception no. in his life, I'd say. But, you know, you see that. And it's very hard. Like It's, it's one thing talking about it, but it's very hard to actually to facilitate that and, and uh, you know, for for a young lad to come in and and to buy into that and mm. that's that's I think that's where Jim Jim Gavin you know because regardless of anything else you know there's so many top players and they they seem to have create this this um, humility within the team and that's a, when you have so many superstars within a team it's a very difficult thing to do and you only just they epitomise it you know at the end of the game it was no jumping round it was no, it was over to respect one of the greats of the game and yeah. and you know that's not rehearsed. That's no. not, you know, oh, we better do this now or, or Jim Gavin will be having a go. That's just, a, an, you know, a, a mark of respect. Yes, they'll take the head off him on the field, but as soon as the game was over, it was, you know, most important is we, we, we see this guy off. He, he's been a, an unbelievable servant to, to, to the game, really, not not just in Tyrone, but throughout the, throughout the world, really. He's been a huge ambassador in Sean Kavanagh. So, but that humility, you know, we hear about in the All Blacks and, and, and any team, you know, that are successful, but... It's very, you know, it's one thing, you know, talking about it, and but it's another thing, you know, like because we all want to play, mm. you know. I'm sure Bernard Brogan wants that jersey as, as much now as he ever did, but to be able to buy into it, well, look, at I'm sitting here, and when I'm called, I'll, I'll go on and do my very best, and if I'm not, what can I do, you know, and not get vexed over it or not, you know, it's very, very difficult to, to create that. So that Jim Gavin has, you know, he's done a f- phenomenal job in, in that alone, regardless of success. And that's to me, has been the, w- the big secret of his success with Dublin. The game, it's already been painted, Johnny, as maybe heralding the next great tactical revolution in football. People have kind of seen th- this is finally now the end of the blanket defence. It's not going to work anymore. Dublin showed with the width that they brought to the Croke Park pitch and the pace that they were able to kind of inject into their attacks, the patience that they showed at times and recycling the ball often back inside their own half bringing Johnny Cooper bringing Keno Sullivan into the play after retaining possession for, for 90 seconds or something and just 
guide and they time until they could pick Tyrone apart. People are saying, well, now Dublin have laid down the blueprint for how you beat the blanket. I wonder, one, is that actually true? And two, maybe you might give us an insight into what you see as the distinction between how, Durant, how Dublin play with the mass defence themselves, because they do at times bring 11, 12, 13 behind the ball themselves, and they were able to transition in a much more kind of penetrative way than Tyrone did yesterday. Tyrone looked toothless by comparison. Yeah, and, and it, like the blanket, you know, <laughs> the blanket defence, there's no team do it better than Dublin. Like, mm. if, if, if we're honest, but I, I remember at one stage and I was doing commentary on local radio for the Leinster final and uh, I think with, with 63 minutes on the clock, Dublin were 11 points up and they had every single Dublin player, not just in their own half, but within the 45 metre line. You know, and mm. like, so this is a team that are so disciplined. Um, I suppose, and and the buzzword is, is this transition, and mm. I think that's where they're really, really good is being able to bring that when they do strip the ball away from teams, which, you know, we've seen Paul Mannion doing on two or three occasions, just go for the ball, take it away, and next thing they're they're gone in a mass uh, up the field, and they're really good at that. But I think the the key for me with Dublin when they do that, wh- you know, when they they, they strip the t- the ball from from the opposition. And they go. They don't give it away. They're patient. I think was it the Monaghan game? And again, my stats, you know, mightn't be that accurate. But something like at one stage, it twenty nine passes before Jack McCaffrey saw a little gap and kicked it over the bar. Like most other teams, you'd be roaring at the telly. I'll let someone have a go. Yeah. Do you know? But they don't. They don't. It's nearly like a, you know, a war. I, I, I you know, we've seen in in Braveheart where Mel Gibson is there. Hold, hold, <laughs> hold, next thing you hold, hold, and next thing go. You know, and it's nearly something similar in, in what they do. They just, they're so patient, back and forth. You know, I saw, even we, we'd seen clippings of them yesterday, you know, they got inside the 21, the shot wasn't on, and next thing, you know, you have someone like Kieran Kilkenny or Paul Mannion kicking the ball 30 yards back to, to Brian Fenton in the middle of the field, and they're happy to do that, you know, and I think, you know, so th- that's the trick for me is, yes, they'll get loads of bodies back, um, we, we, but again, when they break, they get loads of bodies forward. We've seen, you know, how often have we seen Philly McMahon in a corner forward position and yet we've seen Paul Mannion, you know, inside his own 21 taking the ball off a Tyrone um, attacker, mm-hmm. you know, so they, they just seem to go in waves, fall back in waves and go forward in waves, but they don't give the ball away, I think that's the big trick for them. Yeah, but I suppose it's not like merely possession that rendered Tyrone's defence kind of obsolete yesterday, it's, it's what they were doing with it and obviously occasionally it was going back 35-40 yards, but it was the movement from players like so you're moving the ball from left to right from right back to left I think uh, Kieran, uh, Kieran, uh, Kieran Whelan sorry made the point that it was like rugby you were saying Ireland was on the game it was a little bit like that and eventually somebody in the defence will step out of place or somebody will gas a tiny bit and there'll be a gap a runner and then you're inside it you know and you've infiltrated it in a way but they did it with such ease yeah. like, did you find that surprising or is this just the quality of the team yeah it was surprising from, from a Tyrone point of view and, and you would be disappointed with, with Tyrone because all the things you would have associated with Tyrone they didn't materialise in in in, in Crow Park yesterday. You know the the intensity which they tackled. Mm. Um, you know, get a lad pinned to the ground, and next thing there's two or three around him. He's forced to overcarry it, and you know, next thing there's he's holding on the ground. The referee's bringing it forward forty meters, and they're putting it on. You know, pushing forward. There was none of that. There was no bit of cynicism which you'd expect uh, from Tyrone. You know, let's be honest about it. They're fairly good at it. even even the bit of trash talking. I didn't see much of it yesterday. You know, mm. um, and again, you know, from playing against them. 
the, the, you know, I know you're the Conor Gormley's and these boys. If you make a mistake, they let you know about it. You know, so um, you know, I didn't even see that that aspect of. of weren't too many going. mistakes to have no, to go off. I either, suppose though. that's that's true too. But there were, and maybe when you're chasing the game, you, you're not as quick to do. But there was none of that um, intensity. Mm-hmm. You know, they just waltzed through them time and time again, and um, which that disappointed me from Tyrone because that was the one aspect of Tyrone I expected them to. To um, to be strong on, and even if you look at at the at, at again going back to Conor Callan's goal, he slipped in, he stepped inside, and you know you, you looked at at um, some of the Tyrone and and their their effort to get back, they just walls back, you know, which is something it's 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 alien, and I'm sure Mickey Hart is is sitting this morning thinking about you know where was our intensity, where was our will to win, all these things that you know are probably true values of Mickey Hart you know that he will just grind down a team and, and we didn't see any of that just and that for me was the disappointing thing for Tyrone Yeah I suppose the only team now that can stop Dublin is probably the team that's come closer than anybody to stopping them the last few years what did you make of Mayo's performance against Kerry on Saturday? Yeah, you have to be very impressed um, you know it's from like we were we were talking about it last week and you know the, the Stephen Rochford and some of his decisions to play you know, Aidan O'Shea full back and, you know, got a lot of criticism, very, very harsh criticism I would have felt, you know, he he's gone from a what did I say, a, from a donkey to to Einstein now, you know, <laughs> in, in the space for, and not made any you know, for the same for the same decision. So um you'd have to be you'd have to hand him huge credit. But again, um their work rate, their their athleticism, their ability to to attack in waves, you know, they they did an awful lot right, and um, you know to get the ball into into scoring positions. Um, I thought Kerry, you know, again hindsight's a great thing. Mm. If we were if we were sitting on on Saturday morning having this chat, we'd be having a totally different chat. But you would wonder, you know, at some particularly the decision two two decisions from a Kerry point of view really, I I left me scratching my head. One, um, was playing Paul Murphy in the role that they played him in I think he was he was missed ba- badly out the field um, you know playing him in that sweeper role I thought when Aidan O'Shea was in there I think I thought it was going to limit the amount of ball Kerry were going to put in um, and uh, you know you felt someone you know someone different could have played that role and, and, and left left Paul Murphy to do what he's very good at out the field and and the other the other thing which, which baffled me um, was, was not playing James O'Donoghue you know outside of you know He'd be, I'm sure James himself would be the first to say he hasn't been having the the, the season we're, we're used to, and he's probably mm. used to. Um, but certainly from a from a Mayo point of view, it just it was one less wasp in the in the fu- in the full forward line that they had to mind. And you know, once they tied up Paul Ganey, um, even though he got some some great scores, um, but he was he was surviving on crumbs up there. Um, and I th- I thought when James O'Donoghue came on. Kick three points. He was busy up there, and he takes a bit of watching. So they were the two things that I, I, I just I couldn't understand from a Kerry point of view. But you know, you have to take your hats off to Mayo the where to get the desire and the hunger to come. You know, they're they're heading into is their tenth game, yeah. the All Ireland yeah. final. So many times over the summer, you felt these boys are are way off the pace. they you know, and and yet you're going into an All Ireland final thinking these guys have a chance. You know, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing about, I suppose, going back to the O'Donoghue, uh, the O'Donoghue decision. So, Rashford got plenty of stick, and I think rather than, I don't think he's stubborn remotely because I think he did alter the O'Shea decision this week. In that, occasionally we saw Shamey O'Shea take his place, which freed Aiden to go up the mm-hmm. fi- up the field. Uh, Donald Vaughan as well a, a little bit, but uh, I, then if you look at Fitzmaurice, so like 
the first game, Kerry were perceived to be the, have been the weaker team. Like May were meant to be the better performers, even though it was a draw. And therefore, it was almost like the onus to change things was on Kerry. And Fitzmaurice did maybe something that like Rossford would have done if the shoe was on the other foot. It didn't quite pay off for them, but it, it, it also didn't. The O'Donoghue thing in particular didn't make sense to me anyway, because like if you go back to the qualifiers and back to these games where Mayo were pretty much done, like Cork had so much success running at them, uh, Derry to an extent, and O'Donoghue was kind of the one carry forward you think can definitely do that, like because the Mayo defence all along has, has struggled with any sort of movement like being drawn out of position, whereas on Saturday it was like carry forwards are fairly static, they just Mayo get, got their grips with them very quickly. And they just sort of created a wall, and that was it, you know. Yeah, and 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 in fairness, you know, there's loads of examples you could look back, as you rightly say, even Ross Common the first day, you know, caused them problems just running at the heart of defence. But, you know, they've they've played Keith Higgins, you know, who's a phenomenal player. He seems to be able to do. A jo- I'd say if you put him in the goals, he'd do a job for you, <laughs> you know. But he was able to. You know, he played that that sort of. He sat for a long period, even though when it when it offered, he put the burners on and went forward. But he sat there an awful lot and and you know cut out that ball, um, that ball in, particularly in front of in front of Donaghy and and um, and Gainey, You know, so it meant that that they had to they had to run it and around that middle eight, um, and indeed throughout the team, Mayo are very physical and you know I love watching Mayo. I'm a huge admirer of them. But they're they're cynical as well in 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 lots of areas. You know, they're when the when the man is. I watched them closely. I mean, when you mightn't see it on on camera, but even when you know one of the Kerry players passed the ball on, they kept coming. You know, get a hand on him, push mm. him back. Just always getting yeah. contact. Remind him you're there. Yeah, remind him you're there. And you know, no one epitomises that more than than maybe uh, Killian O'Connor. You know who. Phenomenal with the ball in his hands in front of goal, but again, just plays that hard game. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the when Kerry were successful, they were very good at it. you know half kill you and then pick you up and say you know yeah. sorry yeah, about right that. Yeah. 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 Sure you're all right. Are Mayo developing you know, acuteness or they? Yeah, I think they're they're battle hardened, and mm. you know probably you know when they've they've gone to the well so often, uh, you know they 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 realise that you know nice guys don't win a whole lot, and we you know we have to have no respect for anyone we, we and uh, that sort of really came home for me at the at the weekend you know they were just tore into everything um you know i'd i'd, I'd say colin boyle would he'd knock down his own mat to get a ball you know he's just <laughs> he's at a different level he's just sorry mrs boyle so, sorry about that you know but that's he's just like a man possessed there and so you know just the heart of a lion and i think they've developed these type of players have developed probably in in adversity really you know and so much hard luck and it would be easy and you know, they've huge characters within the team, and I'm I'm sure there's times sitting on a Monday after an all thinking, of what is this about? Can we go again? Mm. But they seem to have that steel now that you know what they're they're going to go at this and and won't have any respect for Dublin. Well, before we uh, sorry, no, go. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like 2013, beaten by a point in the All Ireland final. 2015, draw, beaten in the replay. 2016, draw, beaten in the replay. Do you think they're in a better or worse position to take down Dublin now in three weeks' time than they have been previously? Um, oh God, you know that's a, if I knew the answer to that, <laughs> I'd be heading to Paddy Power. Um, no, I think or I another bookie or another bookie. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> another fine bookie we have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I definitely think that the, you know 
what we seen yesterday with with Tyrone, I you know, I don't see happening to Mayo. Um, I don't think they'll 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 stand back. I think they'll attack them from the word go. They'll push up hard on them. Um, you know they 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 have that sort of steel within the team. Um, I think you know the the likes of Aidan O'Shea, even though the last couple of games, you know he's been he's been asked to do a specific role for the team um, I think that says an awful lot about where this Mayo team are at in the characters they have mm-hmm. um, would have been maybe accused in the past of, of maybe not um, you know on a on a solo mission certain certain players now it's about Mayo mm-hmm. whatever's needed this is about and I think that's a great sign that sort of togetherness that Mayo are showing um, regardless of what's asked of the team where the it's about the team, and and I think you know nothing emphasises that more than than Aidan O'Shea, who would have got a phenomenal amount of criticism in the past. You know, um, we laud other teams for for you know taking a photo with a child after a match. Yeah, and well, saying, the, you know, that was nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> you know, but but again, it's it's directed at Aidan O'Shea. I think he's a massive plus. I think if he has a big final. Again, I don't expect him to be in the role he was for the last two games. I think he'll mm-hmm. be he'll be back in the role where he's done really well throughout the qualifiers and driving at the heart of of, of Dublin. That's uh, and that's an interesting kind of uh, that's an interesting question as well as to what you do with O'Shea. I mean, presumably they do put him back up there, but then Mayo have been motoring so well in terms of their forwards when he hasn't been there. I wonder sometimes with O'Shea is it like you have to feed the monster, you know, and it, it can become a problem for a team. Yeah, and I suppose we probably have seen a little bit of that in the past, but I, I just think at the moment, you know, even like there was games when you know when they were struggling, he was the one guy that oh yeah, that, that drove mm. forward and and uh, you know really took the game to oppositions and I think you know he looks a bit fitter he looks happier in himself uh, this year than, than most years um, and again you know out around that middle eight I, I don't think I, I don't you know you'd hear teams t- or people talking about oh he should be in the put him in full far. I don't think that suits me oh, I think him at, at you know or out around the middle or at, at 11 just driving at teams really hurts them and um, I think that's the role you'll see him playing against, against Dublin and um, I don't. I think they've ano- another. They've so many, uh, I suppose, strings in their bow now, other than Aidan O'Shea, and I think that's what gives them that that balance. You know, you look at the Andy Moore and these guys. You know, they're just they're just full of confidence and they're they're. And again, I suppose that goes back to the point we make about James. I don't know. You know, may all have so many strengths there. Mm-hmm. They'll take watching in so many areas, and I think you know that's going to stand to them. Yeah. Before we um, before we chat very quickly about Player of the Year. We have a couple of predictions here. Uh, I might read them out in a second. One question you put to uh, Johnny a minute ago uh, before we came on air was the question about Dermot Connolly and, like, as to whether you'd start him for a final, even if he's only had, like, well, two minutes odd game time in the last uh, 12 weeks. What do you reckon? Um, yeah, well, look at it. I suppose it's a tough one. Um, I, if it was me personally, I would start him. Um, I don't know, like, if you're not starting what's for a league, he can go on to do straight away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, you know, that battle will be... Uh, Lee will be, be lost, he? he will, he will, he won't know where to go. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they will start him. Um, I th- you know, I suppose he's 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 the one player that, you know, can light the crow park and, mm. you know, you think you have him in your pocket and next thing, you know, he'll do something with a ball or split the defence. He's just, he's a cr- such a creative player. Um, but again, look at, who knows with Jim Gavin, you know, 
we all saw the 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 alternative Dublin forward that could be on the field. It's just it's it's frightening. And again, you know, you're trying to keep keep those boys chomping at the bit, and um, it's going to be an interesting it's an interesting three weeks in in train the Dublin training camp. You know, I'd say it'll be you know tearing tearing into each other because they'll all want to get a start. And um, I think as we said earlier, that's the the, the big plus that Jim is able to to keep them all. Um, you know a bit like the, the the spring he has them nicely coiled and when when they come in they're they're ready to go and we see that every time the, you know Kevin McMinnham um uh, O'Gar come in scores 1-1 one, one. yes there's something you're not associated with him as being a, mm. sco- a scoring forward uh, so they're you know uh, but I think you know Dermot Connolly is a he's a he's a serious athlete a serious footballer and I certainly think um I think if it was me I'd be starting him yeah. Well, we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, we've got a couple of comments here. Susan Hostie, or Hostie, apologies, Susan, if I got that wrong. Um, Mayo all the way this year uh, says Susan. Uh, Kieran Kenny says can't see anyone getting their dubs, which is, uh, I suppose, we, we really are going back to last year now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. John Garbett, any chance of some tickets? Uh, get on to Paddy Power, John. John, John yeah, sort of yeah. Oh, yeah, just, uh, maybe John just send in the money you want there. With the <laughs> no problem. Uh, Craig McDermott actually has a question. He asks, who will mark Con O'Callaghan? I mean, Jesus, testament to Con that he is now the subject of these questions, a young man, and uh, it's, a, it's a fairly burning question as to who's going to stop him from on Mayo's behalf in, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and, and and that's the thing. You could you like you could do a man marking job on Conor Callaghan, and the next thing, you know, someone else steps in, and that's yeah. the real strength of Dublin. You know, um, like he was he he was awesome, particularly in the first half yesterday. But the way Dublin plays, it's very difficult to make to to do a man marking job. Mm. You know, we can we see Lee Keegan last year and and the job he did on on um, on Dear McConley, yeah. and could that could transpire again? But you know, you're still you're talking about. You know, Paul Mannion could have a game of his life, which we've seen in the past when he's come on. You know, there's so many other strings to their ball. It's 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 just it's hard to get the matchups right. It really is. And um, you know, I think certainly if Conley plays, I would imagine Lee Keegan. I can't see Lee Keegan playing the same role in Conor Callaghan. Um, I think he's probably just he's vital to 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 Mayo's game plan as well. So it's you know you could sit here f- for the next three weeks trying to come up with different permutations of the way things are going to happen but you just don't know um, and that's I think that's the real secret to, to Dublin There's, you know anyone in any day can be can be the hero yeah and I suppose it's Dublin's strength and depth which leads us to why player of the year this year is, is a serious task for anybody to pick oh, because it's nearly impossible to do I mean if you mention one Dublin name you have to mention half a dozen or nine Dublin names yeah. I mean there are obviously a few strong contenders I did check the betting before we came in I think Andy Moran is the 4-1 to favourite to be player of the year at the moment I don't think who's that with now uh, with a bookmaker of choice <laughs> bookmaker of choice um, but again like I don't think on the basis of Andy's last few performances anybody would really argue with that there are obviously another few Mayo players that will definitely be putting their hand up I think Aidan O'Shea would have a great shout myself but you know it's very hard to single out any one dub I think Conor Callaghan to give him his fifth ma- name check in the last 20 minutes is second favourite of 5-1 to one, and it'll probably come down to on the day who has the best performance in the All-Ireland Final yeah. because there is very little to choose between everybody to this point. There are a half a dozen players um, between Mayo and Dublin so I could realistically think I'm in with a great shout here if players even allow themselves to think things like that. Yeah, and and, and the other side of that is like that's probably epitomised Dublin last year as well. It was so, you know, mm. um, hence 
who went to Lee Keegan, who, don't get me wrong, had a fantastic year and was, was the standout player for Mayo. But there were so many standout players last year again mm. for Dublin. But I think that's that comes down to the system they play, the way they play the game. There's very, very... Like even, even your man of the match from yesterday, you know, any of the three plus another three could have really got it there was no Tender. real now that's not taken from Jack McCaffrey with a fine game and probably should have should have rattled the net as well um, you know really really top of his game but any any one of six or seven could have could have been there yesterday and, and I think that's a testament to the Dublin team and the, what what Jim Gavin has created in, in, in this team ethos and you know as, as we said earlier off air it could be another Bit like Kilkenny when they won the when they won the All Ireland and they gave, yeah. yeah they give they give the man of the match to Brian Cody so we could be something <laughs> it could be something similar yeah yeah we'll have to uh, see how it plays out well that's all we've got time for here folks on the GA show on the 42.e our thanks to yourselves for watching and for tuning in hope you enjoyed the weekend we will be back on Friday for close calls we'll be looking ahead to the All Ireland hurling final Johnny thanks for joining us we'll speak to you soon a pleasure as always cheers all the best have a good week folks take care.